Welcome back to MS Cases and Conspiracies with SJ and MJ. Today we'll be talking about the infamous case of Gloria Ramirez, also known as the Toxic Woman. About 8.15 in the evening on February 19, 1994, paramedics wheeled a young woman at the age of 31 into the emergency room of General Hospital in the Southern California city of Riverside. She was then put into a curtained area that was marked Trauma Room 1. She was having rapid breaths and her heart was beating too rapidly to allow its chambers to fill before they pumped. So her blood pressure was plummeting. The only thing unusual about her was her age, recalls Maureen Welch, a respiratory therapist who was assisting in the trauma room that night. Yes, and after Ramirez was admitted into the hospital, standard protocol was followed by giving her fast-acting drugs as well as oxygen. After hours of giving her this care, she was responding very poorly to the treatment, so they decided to defibrillate her heart with electricity. After taking off her shirt, as well as her entire all of her clothes, they noticed a very weird, oily sheen all over her entire body, which really couldn't be explained. Some also noticed a weird, fruity, garlicky odor that they thought was coming from her mouth. To obtain blood for analysis, a registered nurse named Suzanne Kane swabbed Ramirez's right arm with rubbing alcohol, inserted a catheter, and attached a syringe. They expected a certain smell to come out of her blood, like a putrid smell, because she did have cervical cancer and was undergoing chemotherapy, which causes a putrid smell to come out of blood. But it was a chemical smell, an ammonia smell, and it also had manila particles floating through it. When Kane passed the the syringe to Gorchinsky, she also noticed it, and the main doctor that night, Humberto Ocha, Hmm. The doctor in charge of the emergency room who was helping treat Ramirez noticed it as well. Yes. And after the blood had been observed and looked at, Kane turned towards the doors of the trauma room and started swaying, saying that she felt lightheaded, feeling queasy. And someone screamed, catch her, and she fainted to the floor. Kane was then took out on a gurney and taken to another room to recover. And Gorchensky also started feeling queasy at the same time. And she said she was feeling lightheaded as well and left the trauma room and to sit at the nurse's desk. After that, another nurse, Welch, became the third to succumb to this weird symptoms that they were all having. Welch then woke up noticing that she could not move any of her limbs and other collapses. We'll yeah. say collapses. Other nurses who collapsed also noticed that they were having problem health problems. Gorchinsky stayed in the, the intense care unit, yeah, for two weeks with problems. Yes, and that night, whenever everyone, all the nurses and staff, started feeling these symptoms they were like okay we need to get everyone out so they eventually evacuated the entire hospital out into the parking lot outside and Ramirez and very few medical staff members were left in the hospital to treat her um another thing is to get rid of Gloria Ramirez's body they had a hazmat team come in and dispose of her not dispose of her but take her to the autopsy room and 
So now we get into conspiracies that have accumulated over the years. So there is four main conspiracies. And a couple of them are very uh, medical and have a lot of medical terms. So kind of bear with us on that because we're not too quite sure (laughs) what they mean. It's very intricate. And um, I'm going to try to dumb it down for you. So it's not like, oh, what is she saying? And trust me, we had to dumb it down a ton for us. Like it (laughs) was a lot, a lot, a lot. What you're saying. Um, (laughs) So if you've had Mr. Finicelli, you'll probably know a little bit more because it's a lot of chemical terms. But yeah. So the... Good. Okay. <laughs> so the first theory is followed by the California Department of Health and Human Services. And they basically concluded that after interviewing 33 people, that this whole cause, why everyone was having these symptoms, was mass hysteria. And mass hysteria basically means that everyone in a group of people is experiencing these same symptoms but there's no environmental force or anything that could possibly be causing everyone to be feeling these same symptoms. This is another word for hooky. Yeah. They played hooky. Yes. They saw, <laughs> I like to think of it as like, they saw their um, Welch, no, who collapsed first? Korczynski. Kane. Kane, okay. Kane, I was then off Welch. on every single one of those. <laughs> um Kane, they saw Kane collapse, and they're like, hmm, maybe I can uh, get Get away with being sick. Um, But that's probably not the case, because I did actually experience some real, like, Medical issues. Yes. But um, the other, like, hospital staff that was not in the room was also like, oh, yeah, I I feel sick. Yeah, and the reason why this is kind of iffy is because the people that brought uh, Ramirez in by paramedics the paramedics yes yeah, i couldn't think, yeah, for. <laughs> not think of it the paramedics did not experience any of these symptoms so they really don't know and the mass hysteria they're saying could possibly be caused by the initial scent of the ammonia or the fruity garlicky scent because hysteria usually comes off whenever you get triggered by something whether it's a noise or a smell or anything else so that is what they're saying is caused. And that would be a very nasty smell. <laughs> exactly. Um, so. so the next theory, theory number two, comes in a very medical way to us yeah, from this one's Livermore the most. Lab. And this is a very, um, this is a very, I would say pretty, I don't know, sound theory? Yeah, it's a sound theory. It has a lot of information here that would make sense so the autopsy sample found a lot of dimethyl sulfone in the in her lab and dimethyl sulfone is one oxygen molecule away from being dimethyl sulfate which is causing dangers of heart liver and kidneys paralysis delirium convulsions she could have got the one extra oxygen molecule from an oxygen mask that they gave her because she was having trouble breathing and the dimethyl sulfine was found on her because of the dmso gel which is an anti-inflammatory gel just kind of like icy hot for any athletes out there that know what icy hot is and it could be for her cancer pains that she was experiencing and so that would mean that it was that would also cause the garlicky smell and the oily sheen that was found on her body so that makes sense to me and then 
the dimethyl sulfone would have been broken down with a defibrillator, which, when would they call, did, yeah. which would cause natural sulfate compounds, but that is not harmless. And the excess of sulfone from the DMSO gel would have caused the white crystals in the blood. Um, anyways, after all of this, after all this testing, after all of these chemicals being broke down, this theory was to be concluded as impossible. Um, the Livermore lab official, which was leading the case, said this was merely a theory. He backed himself up real quick. He's like, do not take this into your heart because this could Don't or could not. Don't think that this actually happened. This, <laughs> this could or could not have happened. This is a theory. But, um, it is the most sound theory and the most put together theory that there yeah. is and explains everything that happened. Um, another thing with this theory though is this is a lot of what ifs. Like, what if um, dimethyl sulfone broke down into dimethyl sulfate, which would, what if there was an excess? What if? And um, so that's kind of concerning. Yeah, so the, the third theory actually comes from the Ramirez family that this could be a possible cover-up by the hospital and that the hospital contained hazardous conditions because in 1991, two hospital employees uh, had to go undergo medical treatment because of exposure to poisonous gases. And in 1993, sewer gas was found in the room that she was staying in, which was just one year prior to her passing. Now, another weird thing that the hospital did was they accidentally threw out the syringe with her blood in it when that could have been used to lead a ton of different other theories like that the could have been blood it yes that came from her yes. body um the vents in the hospital were also checked and they found nothing so this is kind of one of those theories that people believe but it's not very her family wants to believe this theory because their daughter died and they have no other reasoning why she died and what happened and why she caused these people to be ill so it was pretty much they're saying it's a hoax and the fourth and final theory comes from the internet and it's my personal favorite <laughs> alien oh abduction so they pretty much said that they an alien abducted her and this would make sense because she was giving unsound answers at the when she was pulled in first to the hospital she could not form coherent sentences and she was incoherent to what they were saying and everything she said sounded kind of off but but mm, i take mean take that what you want <laughs> do with that what you want but yeah those are all the theories we have for gloria ramirez yeah, and are running pretty low on time so we, we kind of have to wrap this up so but we'd love to hear which theory you thought and next week we'll we will be getting serial killers, yeah, <laughs> which is a lot of fun. We're going to serial killers, so we'll see about that. Thank you for listening.